Do you have too many characters in your novel? How do you know if you have too many characters? Hmm. That's what this video is all about. Hi, I'm Autumn Bardot. Welcome back to my channel. Here you will find quick tips, author tools, and hopefully even a little bit of inspiration to live your best writing life. I think everybody has read a book that has way too many characters and you know how you felt when you read them, right? You couldn't, maybe they came in all at once. That's usually a big problem and we'll talk about that in a minute. But you're like, who are these people? And I, I'm so confused. Who looks like what? Who, wait, one, where, what, why? So today it's all about if you have too many characters and the problems that arise if you do. If you've watched me before, then you have heard me say this. You must know your genre conventions. Your genre conventions. So it's an easy fix. All you need to do is Google how, you know, normal, regular amount, standard amount of characters for a, and then type in your genre. Now, once again, if you have a book that you're writing and this happens to new writers and beginning writers that has like five or six genres, that's too many. And it's going to be really hard to please the reader, please an agent if you're you've got so many genres because you can't decide that you really don't, you can't follow the conventions because many of the conventions are very different. So make sure to Google how many, you know, how many characters for a, and then plug in the genre that will really help you. And if you have too many, then you have to kill those darlings. Maybe not even kill them. You just, don't put them in in the first place. And if you're thinking, but I need them, I need them. They have to be there. If you have a lot, a lot of characters, and I'm not talking about like walk-ins with no names, the little boy or the girl at the store or whatever, like characters with names that you give detail and description to and some backstory and all of that, then you need to cut them and figure out what you can do with your plot because that's just going to confuse your reader and confusing your reader is not a good thing. Too many characters with too many names, occupations, physical characteristics. Maybe you gave them a bit of a backstory, whatever relationships with other characters. It's, it's challenging for the reader. I mean, they're reading for entertainment after all, right? Challenging for the reader and confusing. And confusing doesn't equal fun. It doesn't equal fun. So you want to get rid of, of that. Confusing, not so fun. You're like, what? Who? What? When? Where? <laughs> I've got seven problems with having too many characters. And I'm just going to read off my iPad right here. The first one is too many characters is drum roll, please. I don't know if I have a drum roll sound effect. Confusing. Too many characters are confusing and confusing. Once again, 
equals not an enjoyable read. Number two, the reader isn't able to see or connect with the characters. Why? There's too many of them. Three, characters, your main characters need a character arc. They need character growth, struggles and strengths and weaknesses. All that stuff that makes them real to us. Readers like characters that are real, that feel real. Number four, too many characters with no purpose is like a bunch of people on stage. The reader, the audience, doesn't know who to look at, who to focus on. There's too much going on. Number five is it's very difficult to recall the relationships that the characters have with each other. It gets complicated, and once again, that magic word, or not so magical word, confusing. So it gets complicated and confusing to remember their relationships with each other. Now, if that's your plan, if that is your intent as an author, okay, then I'm assuming you have a reason for that. But as you are moving through your plot, you need the reader to understand the relationships and they can't because there's too many characters, then that's gonna be a problem. Number six is the story is probably longer than it needs to be, which means it can be boring and pointless, which makes for a boring read, an aggravating read, why am I told all this information if it ultimately doesn't matter? Okay, um, the next one is seven, the last one. The reader doesn't quite know who to root for and why. Okay, they don't know who to root, and this is important because if it's your main character or main characters, you want the, you want the reader to feel for them, understand them, empathize with them, re relate to them, whatever their plight. And if there's too many, they don't quite know who am I rooting for, or maybe it takes too long in to the book to figure it out. So those are seven reasons. This is not an exhaustive list. Those are the ones I kind of came up with. If you have more, please let me know in the comment box because we're all in this together. But a big problem I do see with new writers is having way too many characters. I think the most characters I had in a novel was um, Dragon Lady. And it was historical fiction and the characters were all real. They all had names and I wanted to follow close to the history, but I realized there were just too many characters too many backstories and with any historical fiction you know you gather all that historical fiction and then you have to cut like so so much of it more than you ever dreamed or want to do but once again it's not a research or a textbook it's a story about people and characters so i'm thinking how how do i do this so i was very careful about who i put in and who i assigned a name to and I wanted to make sure if they were assigned a name that they were going to work through the rest of the novel. Um, for example, there were some, um, well, all the pirate chieftains had names because they were all integral to, they were all integral to the novel and to the plot of the novel. But there was captives that they had and just some random people that just didn't need a name. 
like an English admiral that they had to bargain with. I actually had the name of the English admiral. I had backstory, but I didn't need the name because they really only showed up in one scene. So I was very mindful about that. I didn't want pe people getting confused. And also because I knew there was going to be so many characters, I made sure to bring them in very, very slowly. So if they were an integral part to the plot, they got a name, they got that little bit of backstory that was important to their character arc, their character growth, but the rest didn't get a name. Remember this, your genre matters. So if you're writing a certain genre, Google your favorite movie, TV show, books in that genre, and you will normally get, sometimes even on Wiki, a list of named characters. And take a look at that and see if it aligns with yours. Does it have to be perfect? Can you move outside of genre conventions? Yes, but if you're Stephen King, um, if you're some big time famous novelist, you can probably do whatever you want. Um, yeah, we already know that. <laughs> we already know that, right? But for you trying to get an agent or trying to build readership, you need to follow the, the genre conventions. And if you are just writing for fun and you don't care who reads your book, then really, I guess you can do whatever the heck you like. <laughs> now, I know you're probably thinking, but Autumn, there are books I've read with so, so many characters. And you're right, there are books that are just blow the genre conventions out of the water. And so I'm gonna actually, I think I have like maybe nine of them that have a lot, a lot of characters. And if you've read some of these, you might say, yeah, it was a little bit challenging to remember who was who. Or like I said, if they come in too fast and you just don't remember them all. Okay. So the first one is To Kill a Mockingbird, which is a very short book, and that had 40 named characters. Remember, we're talking about named characters here. Crime and Punishment had 43. Shogun had 61. Bleak House has 62. 100 Years of Solitude had 68. Atlas Shrugged has 70. Harry Potter, newer book, and The Philosopher's Stone has 131. Wow. No, I didn't actually read that. Um, Game of Thrones, we're not going to be surprised here, 218. The Stand, 463. Oh my God, that's so many. I would never remember all of that. I can barely remember all my students' names. War and Peace, 600. <laughs> Yowza. If you're thinking I have to have all of my characters, if I have to have all my 30 or 40 characters, I suggest you take a deep dive into your genre, genre conventions, and figure out ways that you can cut some of that. Why, why does your plot need it? Sometimes it's just easy to throw in a character um, because it works with your plot and it's easy. But you know, writing is never about it being easy. It's always about crafting this beautiful plot and thinking about the reader, not you and the ease with which you can throw in a character and go, okay, I can work around this. I'll just throw in this other character with this name and that'll be good. No, it's looking at genre conventions and following the conventions of the genre. 
The thing with writing is, and you've heard me say this before as well, there's no hard and fast rules, but there are definite guidelines, definite guidelines. This is what I tell my students when I give them back an essay and there's like not one complete sentence. I'm like, the grammar, you, you don't have any. <laughs> you don't have any. You're not following genre. Uh, you're not following grammar conventions. And they tell me, well, that's just my personal style. And I'm thinking, you know, that's great. But you don't know the conventions to follow them before you can break the rule. So same thing goes with genre conventions and writing. You have to know the rules before you decide when, how, and why to break them. While I was making this video, like just as I was making this video, I thought, you know what? I need to have a video on why we need to look at genre conventions and the importance of genre conventions. So look for that next week. But before I go, I wanna ask you to subscribe and click notify and I would love it if you would give me a thumbs up and drop me a comment and tell me what book or books you have read that had too many characters and you got lost or if even if it was a TV show or a series or a movie they just had too many characters and you got lost and how that made you feel okay <laughs> I would love if you would do that that's it for today. As always, writers, remember to dream, create, and embrace. Bye-bye.